The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what Spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. And today we're talking about dreams. Dreams are something that we all have, we can all relate to, and the angels say that we have three types of dreams. We have dreams that help us work out our stress. We have dreams that are visits from our spirit family, including our angels. And we have dreams that are meant to warn us or give us information about something that's about to happen. Now, those dreams, the third type, the warning dreams can be really scary, actually. Often what we see in the dreams, it's a symbol. So, for example, I talked with someone last week who was having a recurring dream about her son in an accident and wondered if her son was going to die. Well, this is very alarming, of course. So we sat together and worked it out. And her angel said, no, that's a symbol. It's a symbolic death. Something else is going to happen for your son and it's going to be difficult. And so talking with this mama, she was relieved so much that her dreams were not giving her a warning into the future that her, that her son was going to have an accident, rather that her son was going to go through something difficult, but it was going to be good. Well, sometimes we don't have the dream ourselves, but our family members say, oh, I've been having this dream and it's really awful and scary and I don't know what to do about it. Well, You will be placed in situations by spirit where you are the helper. It's not you experiencing it, but you happen to be the one who's hearing it. Well, I have someone here with me today who has been talking with her daughter because her daughter has been having these really scary dreams. And together, we, including the angels, we're going to hear about this dream and interpret what it means and see if there's any messages that we can um, tell this family. All right, here we go. So Carla, welcome. Thank you. Carla, you and I connected, I believe, on Facebook because I was doing a Facebook Live and there was something I think you posted and I thought, oh, I don't know if I can answer that here, but we could go in depth in another way, which is why we've connected today. So you were mentioning that 
I believe it was your daughter that's having some recurring dreams. Is that correct? Yes, that is right. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about what the dreams have been showing? What are those dreams like? Sure. Um, she um, has had these dreams for quite a while. They're in a newer place for them. Um, they've lived there for about three years now. She said that um, she these dreams, to her, there, there is someone, more than one person in the house. Um, she, she knows that they are there and she feels it's not for a good purpose, that there's something mysterious, maybe sinister involved. Um, she literally tries to get out of bed. I'm not sure it's to protect herself or to confront these people, but she's had someone have to pull her back into bed to jar her awake to let her know that this is just a dream she said they are so vivid and so so real mm. and it's it's a consistent pattern that there's someone there that doesn't belong and it, are they all entering the house or is there do you remember is there someone there already that they're coming to get um i believe she said that they are entering the house she doesn't doesn't remember or didn't say how this how they got in but they they're entering the house and when was the house built if you could guess Ollie, um i'm saying oh boy i believe that house was built in the maybe the fifth, late 50s 60s okay that's what i was going to say it feels like it's the 50s to me and it feels like you know sometimes when there's activity in a house even if it's a brand new house, it can have a lot of activity. There's really spirit everywhere. And the house can be rather new, but the, it's connected to the soil where something happened on that land at some point and it stayed there. It's made an imprint of some kind. Sometimes that imprint is conscious, kind of like maybe what this is. We'll see in a minute where there's something happening where there's they're conscious and they're trying to make contact we'll see if that's what it is sometimes it's like a record or a story playing over and over and that could also be what this is and and we'll see what the angels have to say but that would be connected i believe to the energy of the soil and if something happened in that house i believe it happened after the house was built so probably in the original structure of that house is what i'm seeing and it's a little bit awkward, I'll be honest with you, because as I speak this, there's some spirit from your daughter's house that's listening to me, which is really, oh, yeah, that's a really eerie feeling. I'm just going to take a minute. We'll all learn together. Okay. You know what we should have done? So we learn from our, our oopsies. Let's surround ourselves always in the goodness and safety of God's white light. We always are, but let's just imagine that around us for a second. When we remember it and we call it in, when we remember that protection, I think it works better. So, okay, I feel better after doing that. Um, the people who built the house, their son was involved in something. And I'm sorry to say that I think 
the person involved in some sort of crime, I think that's an earthbound spirit. So someone who's chosen not to cross over. Now that happens sometimes because if we do something horrible in our life and we've been taught that you go to heaven or hell, sometimes we don't cross over because we're worried about fire and brimstone. And you know, that's for another episode. If that's real or not, we'll talk about that later. But the problem is there's a lot of people that choose to stay because they're afraid something bad is going to be happening to them. They'll be punished in some way. And I see that this is the situation. So your daughter is indeed intuitive as we all are. And there's something about this house that's waking up her intuition. So I want to say before I channel further about this, that she's she is in control she may feel like she's not right now she may be scared but she is in control so if she can remember that a lot of this activity will start to feel like a movie and not something she's interacting with what i'm seeing is that at night this story replays and it seems to be something like the per the young man and his friends did something like they they came into this house and stole money or something. And it may be the neighbor. I don't know who this person is. I don't know if he lived in this house or it was the neighbors because it's connected to the soil. What I think happened, angels, can you give me a clear, clear picture of that? Okay. All right. So this intruder, the one that's coming in first, he was from the neighborhood. I'm going to correct myself. He was from the neighborhood and came in for a robbery with maybe two or three other guys i would say when this happened they were in their early 20s a couple of really big guys too and when they came in to steal someone woke up and was hurt maybe even killed that's what happened in the house now your daughter like i said before is intuitive and sometimes when we move into a house or an apartment that stuff that's happening wakes up our intuition in a way that doesn't always feel good. I mean, she's having nightmares, which is not ideal. So I want to say that when this story is replaying, she's kind of waking up as spirit and becoming part of that story as if she's the person in the house that was woken up and harmed. So she's having the feeling that, okay, here, here it is again. They're going to come in my house and they're going to hurt me. She's actually picking up on some energy of a previous owner. Now, the person who this happened to originally, the previous owner, I don't see them there anymore. So if they were killed in this incident or harmed in some way, I don't think they were killed. I think we would know that. I think they were harmed and then lived in the house after that. I don't see them. So they must be crossed over. I don't see them in this picture. Okay. Now this is kind of a crossover between what we said before, where it could be a story that's replaying kind of like a broken record, or it could be a story where it's interactive. Sometimes it's a little bit of both. And that's what we're getting here. And the reason why it's interactive is because your daughter's intuition is waking up and she's kind of stepping into the story saying, okay, I want to little does she know she's saying okay i want to see what that's like um that's very very subconscious i don't think that she's choosing to be scared i don't think she's choosing this trauma but there's something in her that's choosing to wake up now first of all let me take a break because that's a lot do you have any questions carla or anything you want to add before i keep channeling here um is there i'm concerned about her could something happen to her while they're living there they don't plan to stay there forever they've okay, got I'm glad 
Yeah, well, I know that some of the, so, so to keep her safe, she needs to do a couple of things. And everybody listening, if you're having activity in your house, this is going to work for you. Um, first of all, remember that we're in charge. We live in the light. So anything that's coming in that feels dark is actually less than us or less strong. So we have to remember that. So what she's going to need to do is she's going to speak out loud in her house. This is my house. I claim safety and really kind of state her rules. Um, I see that there's some other things happening in the house, like the remodeling. There's some plumbing stuff. I think you told me about earlier, right? They're having plumbing issues. Yes. So this has been happening long enough that it's starting to affect the structure of the house. I would even imagine that if they were growing a garden, the garden might not grow as well, or plants might not survive well or something, or other people in the house might get lightly sick. So first thing, we got to state our boundaries. Surrounding ourselves in the goodness and safety of God's white light, we stand in our house and we say, this is my house, even if we're renters. This is my house. This is my space. No one is allowed in here except my family on the other side and my angels. And if there's anything else going on here, I do not allow it. That's the first thing. Sometimes we have to state that boundary more than once because there's always a little part of us that's saying, I'm scared, or I hope that works, or I'm not sure if I'm really doing anything. And because of that little sliver of doubt, sometimes we need to say it more than once. I'm hearing from her angels that they are the ones keeping her safe, and they're the ones that are waking up her, um, I would say probably her husband or her partner in bed they're waking him up so he can see her and pull her back and wake her up. So that's how the angels are, are active here. The other thing that she needs to do, kind of step two, she needs to use that sage that you, you got her. You told me before the call that you gave her some sage. She yes. should really look up on YouTube how to do that. Um, and this is a specific clearing where she's going to need to clear, I'm going to say, um, an attachment from the home because this story, these souls are attached to the home. So she's clearing an attachment. When we clear with sage, sometimes we're just doing spiritual dusting. We've had a hard week. So we light sage in our house and it helps our house feel lighter. Sometimes we use sage to actually push out spirit that shouldn't be there. And that's what this would be. So very much like standing in the middle of her house and speaking her rules, her boundaries, she's going to do the same thing with the sage where she's going to hold the sage in her hands, um, kind of set the intention. I'm going to use this sage to clear anything out of my house that doesn't belong. Then she's going to light it over a shell or a fireproof bowl dish of some sort. And then when she gets that smoke going, she needs to walk through every part of the house, every room, including the basement. If she doesn't have access to an attic, she should at least stand below it and kind of push the smoke up into the attic and imagine it going up in there. And then as she does this, have maybe have somebody go with her that's going to open a couple windows in the rooms. Because since she's using this sage to push out spirits they need an exit so the windows or doors open to the outside will be important this sage i'm imagining when she lights it is probably going to really smoke when we use sage for this purpose and it gets really really smoky that means there's a lot in there to clear so she might even take out the batteries of her smoke detectors for a few minutes as she does this 
that's really the what she needs to do. It's nothing more than that, because this isn't the same as actual people coming into the house and hurting her. You know, that would be a call to the police. That would be like ADT security system. That would be protecting yourself in some way. This is this is very doable. So as mama, mama to mama, I want you to hear she's going to be okay. She's not in danger. This is just something to clean up. Okay. So can you relay that to her? Is that something you think can happen? Yes. Yes. Good. Then the dreams might last a little bit longer simply because our brain and our body are the second part of us to get the message so our spirit says great done thank you our body needs a little time to catch up so if these dreams last another week or two hopefully not a month i wouldn't worry about that it just takes the body a little time to get the idea and because this is kind of coming from two places it's an old story replaying over and over and it's a little bit interactive because your daughter is intuitive it might take a little bit longer to clear this so you might have to do the whole clearing more than once. Don't worry about that. I know the dreams will probably last a little bit longer, but they're on their way out. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to download the new Bumble now now, here's the other thing that we need to kind of cover, and we're actually going to do this today. We're going to address those spirits in the house directly, and we're going to try to get them to cross over. So as we start this, um, you listeners might notice an eerie feeling you are safe. Um, many of you listening are very empathic, so just hear this as a means to grow your own intuition so you know how to do this, but you're very, very safe. Um, we have the power to speak to spirit because we are spirit. We're spirit inside a body. So we're just kind of stepping into their realm for a minute and we're doing a little bit of coaching or negotiating. So this is how it's going to work. We're going to first call in our angels. So Carla, I want you in your mind to just call in beautiful light all around you. You have an angel on your right side and on your left side. Even if you've never felt like you've met them before, that's okay. Call them in and just feel them on your right side and your left side. And everybody listening, do this as well. And then choose someone in your family that's crossed over that can come and help you as well. So maybe that's a grandma or a parent. Choose somebody from your spirit family. 
And then we're going to call in two archangels to help us. We're going to call in Archangel Metatron. Metatron is handy, as you may know, because Metatron takes care of any attachments or entities that are not human. We have lots of dimensions around us, so different things can come in. Metatron will take care of that. So if there's something that's there that we haven't picked up on that's not human, Metatron will take care of it. P.S. I don't think that's what's happening, but I always include Metatron just in case. We're going to call an Archangel Uriel, friend of God. Uriel is going to really help us with this because Uriel is the one that will come in and do the bulk of the coaching and the loving and the um, kind of the nudge to get people to cross over. Uriel will take people to their creator. So if they identify their creator as God, they're going to have a conversation with God. And most people in our in this part of the world have some connection to a creator and so Uriel will help them kind of match who's your creator who do you, how do you see your creator and they take them maybe to God or to Buddha um, and does a lot of translating and good good kind of liaison work so we need Uriel there so I call in Archangel Metatron I call in Archangel Uriel and team, this is what we're doing today. We've got some earthbound souls that are in Carla's daughter's house. And I know you've been helping us with that today, giving us information. I appreciate that. My concern is that there are some souls there that are stuck. And I know that their life could be better in the other dimension if they could cross over into maybe their heaven, be with their family. And my concern is since they did some crime, at least when they were younger, they're worried about crossing over. So I'm just hearing, okay, break, pause. They just showed me that these three young men lived until they were elderly. And so they didn't pass in crime. I think that's worth noting. They passed when they were older. One of them passed when he was 62, passed when they were in their 80s. So I don't think that they've been earthbound for very long. Okay, so let's get back into it. So, um, angels, can you have those three gentlemen come and sit with me? A little bit embarrassing because I'm just asking three gentlemen to come in my closet while I record this. Feels silly. Okay, ask them to come sit with me. Okay, gentlemen, my name is Rachel, and I'm a helper for spirit. And we know that you are stuck in this house with Carla's daughter. And I have seen that your story where you went into a home and something happened that you didn't expect, where you hurt someone, or something traumatic happened, keeps replaying, and you don't need to be stuck in that anymore. And for whatever reason that you're still here, we, all of us, want you to go into the next dimension so you're not stuck here anymore. You lived your life. There's nothing you could do that would separate you from God. Nothing. They're very quiet, kind of checking me out here. And then Archangel Uriel and Archangel Metatron just opened up kind of a regular looking door. I think it might even be a door maybe from your daughter's house. They're using that door because the men recognize it because they've been replaying this trauma every night. So they know every nook and cranny of this house. So they just opened up a door and I can see a bunch of people smiling 
and I can't hear them speaking, but these three men can clearly hear them. So I'm just kind of narrating what's happening right now. So I see Metatron and Uriel talking to the three men and kind of gesturing to the door. I see a couple of people kind of poke their head through the door. They're showing us a door that these men can walk through. And then I see one of the men tearing up and I see another angel must be this man's guardian angel coming over and resting a head on his, on his shoulder as if he's saying it's okay. I see a priest come through the door that knows one of the gentlemen. This There must be a Catholic connection here. And looks like he's giving the gentleman a moment to maybe confess. They're having a conversation. And then one of them is just kind of standing by himself like, what is this? Just looking around. I see a dog run through the door that goes to that man that's standing by himself. That's interesting. So his connection to the other side looks like, um, um, like a small... This is weird, but it looks like a golden retriever, but smaller. I don't know dog breeds. Okay, so I'm going to speak out loud to them again. And I'm going to say, gentlemen, you've seen that there's a better life for you crossed over. And I ask that you walk over with your angels, see your family, go with Archangel Uriel and Archangel Metatron and walk through the door. These men who appeared as black shadows before, now I can see their clothing. I can see that they are wearing darker clothes, but I can see the plaid. I can see the buttons. I can see their facial features now. I can see them looking young like they were when this happened in the first place. I don't know why I'm seeing this, but Maybe somebody listening will know and can interpret, but as they're walking through the door, I see like pictures, Polaroid pictures falling out of, of one of their pockets and making a trail. I don't know what that is. We'll ask Spirit in a second. And then they, one, walked through, two, walked through, third one walked, turned around and says, I'm so sorry. Walked through the door. I see the door shut. I don't see Archangel Metatron and Uriel, so they went through as well. It's very, very quiet. It's like a big black space that I'm looking at. There's no walls. There's no doors. I'm going to see if I can pick up one of those pictures. Can I see one of those? I'm asking my angels right now to pick up the picture. Okay, so I'm seeing pictures. Oh, okay, so these... These boys who passed as older men, uh, these are pictures of the other people that were involved. So maybe I see a picture of a couple of their houses that they probably robbed. I see some cars. I see a picture of, a, of money. There's a few pictures of money, bags of money. So maybe they worked for someone. This is the evidence of what they had done really honestly as young, dumb boys. Sorry. That's what that they said. This is evidence of kind of the crimes they've committed. And I'm asking why they showed up as pictures on the floor. And my angel says, because they didn't take any of that with them. Um, and it was the man who was confessing to his priest who dropped the pictures behind him. So for his, for his heart and his faith story, confession was a big deal. I'm just going to take a moment to thank all the spirit that helped 
and just say a prayer that these three gentlemen are happy and blessed and they have some relief from this story and just to affirm for all of us listening that there is nothing we could do to separate us from a life after this body nothing can separate us from our creator we are made from and of a loving god and we just affirm for each other that even when we make mistakes that will not keep us from a life after this body that is joyful and full of love and companionship with our family and friends on the other side and so it is amen okay carla how you feeling right now i feel somewhat relieved okay Okay. And actually, when you, I felt my, I felt my mother here, so. Oh, oh, I'm so glad. Hi, mom. Oh, mom, here's, here's what I want to tell you from your mom. Um, this has been really hard for your family on the other side because they can see the struggle that your daughter is going through and there wasn't anything that really that they could do except encourage your daughter to tell you and her angels did the same thing they couldn't help her until she told you and you got help and that seems like it shouldn't happen right like our family should be able to come in and help us but we have free will and your daughter is intuitive she probably has what the angels call practical intuition where she knows stuff about work she works fast she might think of somebody and then they call but she's got another facet of her intuition that does involve spirit if she wants it she doesn't have to grow into that if she doesn't want to but because that's part of her spirit that's ready to grow if she wants it her angels had been keeping her very very safe but had said to her family, remember, we can't intervene until she asks for help, which is why I asked you to text her before this call and just make sure that we had permission, because if we didn't have her permission, we would be basically restating the story and hoping and praying. But since she said, sure, go ahead, then we could really get in there and talk to these gentlemen because it's their story and also your daughter's story at the same time. Um, what needs to happen now, that protocol we said in the beginning where she speaks to the men in her house, that actually doesn't need to happen anymore because we've crossed them over. So I'm glad we said it out loud because some of you need to hear that so you know how to handle this in your house. But the second part where she lights the sage and walks through her house, that should still happen she's not getting rid of any spirit anymore so she doesn't necessarily have to open windows and doors but she's going in and she's clearing up the space she's doing spiritual dusting so all of this story because it's traumatic has kind of a tacky muddy residue that's on top of all of their stuff including things like their plumbing um, bank account other construction projects it's got this traumatic muck on it and that needs to be cleared away so they no longer have plumbing issues and their projects go the right way now at this point they can stay in the house as long as they want but i will say that your daughter is intuitive and more activity might happen i don't want anybody to be afraid of that because remember we're always in control we're always in god's light and when she starts to 
notice another dream coming in or seeing things out of the corner of her eye or whatever, she can say, nope, don't want to see it. Or she can say, not yet. Or she can say, I'm ready. She is in control, but I think a few things will continue to happen. Within a mile radius of this house, there are some other things that I pick up on. I would say if she made friends with the neighbors, maybe two houses down to her right, I bet they're having some haunting stuff. This happens to be one of those places that's a little more dense with spirit than I've seen before. And because your daughter's in intuitive, she may sense that a little bit. Her sleep will get better. Her health will get better. Their finances will now get better. All of the projects will get better. Um, and the more they can really believe that and lean into their faith, the faster all of that stuff will repair. Um, Spirit is asking me to share a couple other things. They're saying that even though this was an actual situation that needed cleared, sometimes we get dreams where the whole thing is symbolic. So that would be the type of dream where your angels and your family are showing you something that you need to know. Like when I said in the beginning of the episode, the mama was having the dream about her son in an accident, but that was all symbolic. Well, let's look at the symbolism of this dream as if we were, as if that's all it was. So spirit says that our house is an outward showing of our soul. So if we have a dream where someone is intruding all the time, there's something about us that maybe we're not ready to show or we maybe don't love about us and we're worried that somebody's going to see it could also be symbolic of an idea that you have that you're afraid someone's going to take. Maybe you're a songwriter and you're afraid somebody's going to take your melody or you've, you've created an invention and you don't have the patent yet. And you're afraid somebody's going to take that, or maybe you're married and you're afraid somebody's going to steal your spouse. Um, that can also be, a symbolic dream of somebody coming into your space and taking something that's precious to you. They also said that um, when we have dreams about our house and something falling apart or it just doesn't feel right, that is a message from spirit to be compassionate toward ourselves. So if you have a dream about a house, even if it's not your house, if you have a dream about a house that's a shack and it's falling apart, that probably means that you need a little bit of self-compassion, self-love, probably self-care. If that house looks like it's falling apart, it's time for you to take care of your physical body and your spirit body. And I just wanted to add that component of the dream because I would, I'm going to qualify this statement with 80% of the dreams we have, 80% are full of symbols that we can look up. You have a dream where you walk through a field and there's a fox, look up the spiritual meaning of a fox. 80%, I mean, that's a lot of messages coming to us every night. In every one of our dreams, every single one, there is spirit involved. So sometimes our family on the other side is giving us symbols to look up. Sometimes they're showing up and saying something to us. Um, sometimes our angels are the ones saying, oop, that's enough time to wake up. But we're always surrounded with spirit. So if you're someone listening and you can connect to your dreams and have a lucid dream where you can walk around and make decisions, you can actually say, angels, let me see you. Or you can say, I've had enough of this. I want to go to a different part of my dream or I want to go somewhere else. Well, today's episode, I think, was so important because as we evolve as a people, we've been through so much, my goodness, that we have really 
encountered some spiritual growth that has stretched us. I am referring to the pandemic. Um, we've been through so much trauma in the past year and a half, two years. And trauma is spiritual. Joy is spiritual. Anything that grows our spirit is worth noting. And we have all grown so much that we have kind of open the door almost to seeing more of our dual existence where we have all of the joy and the light, but also we have some things that we're noticing that maybe scare us a little bit or a little bit maybe negative if we choose that label. And so hearing that we're in control of that and that we exist in God's light is really, really important because at all times you can say, nope, I don't think so, or I'm not ready, or bring it on, but I'm going to need some help. Listen, if you have not heard this recently, I want to tell you from all of the spirit here, from your creator, and of course, from me and my team, you are loved and I love you. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with me, Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.